this is Cheryl Johnson on Riddier Road. How are ya? <laughs> Hi. Um, I was just calling to ask if Joe's Pizza is still an essential business. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, great. <laughs> Okay, let's put it in order. Um, I would like one large cheese pizza and I would like some extra chili flakes. Um, I asked for that last time, I didn't get it. I was really dissatisfied. So if you remember that this time, that'd be great. <laughs> okay. And I would also like some garlic rolls for my kids. That's the only time they're nice to me. You know how it is. Oh, you don't have kids. Oh, okay, don't have them. Don't because it's awful. Thank you so much, thank you. Okay, see you soon, <laughs> see you soon. Okay, bye. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm not even hungry, Lokeem. <laughs> I swear, like Lokeem. We are the one who said it's gonna McDonald's, so. <laughs> I don't know, Shh. Who's that over there? <clears throat> He keeps fucking looking. Look, turn around. Turn around. <laughs> I don't know. He was looking a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Where'd you get us? <gasps> Somebody been my fucking nugget. We are go for liftoff in T minus 30. Hit the record button. Italo with Italo Black Talk Radio, and I have another guest, guys. You didn't see this coming. You didn't see this coming because I met, I haven't met him, but his name is Jerry, Jeremy Madison. Sorry, I didn't say that right. Jeremy Madison. Uh, he's on the phone, and he is a TikToker. He's been, um, he's, he's one of, you're the first person that I, I uh, followed, I think, in the beginning. In, oh, in no way. That long. Yeah, you, you're, you know, your uh, FYP page, and, you know, I was just crawling. And then I saw you doing um, a Karen video, or not a Karen video, because she's, she's not, her name is not Karen. Her name, I think it's... Cheryl. Uh, it's it's Caitlin. Yes. Caitlin, hello? Yes, yes, the voice is, it's Caitlin, hello. Um, her Instagram is also um, Hi Caitlin Riley, um, but yeah, she's brilliant, and she does Cheryl. Cheryl, right? But she's basically a Karen. <laughs> yeah. Where she yep. goes into yep. Starbucks and starts a commotion. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. But then yeah, so I'm happy to, to be here. You switch to different different roles. So I was like, oh, I'm surprised this is different. I, I thought it was just one person you were you were uh, acting or duetting. I don't know if it's duet. It's not really a duet. You're basically doing their impression, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're set up as 
um, what TikTok calls sound. So it's just their audio that you're able to use. And my content is um, based on the art of lip syncing. So I like the idea of um, the theater aspect of it and acting, but also really leaning into the character because I have the ability to change my voice without actually changing my voice at somebody else's. So um, it's it's fun for me and it seems to bring a lot of other people joy. So it's kind of a win-win situation. It is not only fun, it's hilarious. Some of them are, I had to like play, I know actually I told you once, I'm like, Oh my God, I still have to use your video for one of my compilations for the Karen videos. And you were like, yeah, sure. I was like, oh, he replies. <laughs> Talk back. <laughs> I was so yeah, surprised that no. people, you know, TikTokers, they, they have a big following like you do, number, but it's, they're still, you know, they're still humble and they're still, I don't know. It's, to me, it was just surprising. I'm like, oh. He's, he's, you know, or they're doing it the way with my video. Oh my God, it's uh, yeah. to me it was like a celebrity, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, I love with, that. My excitement of it all. Um, it's just it's cool to, for me to see people happy, you know, taking the time to respond to comments or you know duetting somebody's video or even promoting somebody on there. Um, you know, is is fun because I know that it it makes people happy, and there's a lot of people out there that don't that don't have the ability to to have that that uh, viewable um, height. Um, the more followers you get, the more accessible your videos are to the public, and so I kind of like to promote other people. Yeah, that's awesome because you're, and then, uh, you know, that's actually one thing that a golden rule of TikTok is to always promote or always uh, tag them because some people take the audio and they just do something different or they they pretend that it's theirs. So that's a golden rule Mm -hmm. of TikTok. It's like, if you're going to be doing my video, you're going to be doing a duet or you're going to be singing or whatever you're going to do, you must, you know, acknowledge the person that the original uh, person that recorded it because I've seen I've seen some Mm -hmm. people that are really going off on TikTok and they're like that's my voice and how dare they do this (laughs) they don't even acknowledge people you know that's not that's not true yeah it's always it's always best to give credit where credit's where credit's due I um have gotten several times people uh commenting on my videos and based on their comment led me to believe that they thought that that was my actual voice. And so I always want to make sure that like the humor side of it, the actual script comes from somebody else. And I think that's, that's really important. Um, and you know, any, any art field is to, to give credit where credit's due. So. Right. Yeah, no, and but you actually take it. For instance, you you take uh, Caitlin um, videos, or what's the other guy's name? Um, Erica. Um, Priscilla's another one. 
Michael yeah, Burke. Eric and Michael Burke, yeah, D. Michael Burke. Um, Erica, I think it's Erica X. Priscilla. Um, okay. Uh, she's one of them. And uh, Adam Ray OK is, uh, is uh, one that I've done. Um, yeah. The Rosa videos are, are That's the best one. Adam. Yeah. I don't know which yeah, one's my favorite because. Like <laughs> well, and I, I think, think that I think it I, might. I, the fact that I am um, clearly of some Hispanic descent and that that character was, you know, is, is Hispanic. I think that that kind of just plays with the eye really well. And, you know, and that character's hilarious. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a good match audio and visual with that character. Yeah, and that, that's what I noticed is that you actually put so much effort into the characters, and for me, it makes it even he heightens uh, the comedy. I mean, the the you know it's already funny, it's already really funny, but then you actually add another level of you know physicality, and then your mouth, how how you sometimes you're laughing like they are laughing. <laughs> uh, you're so good at lip syncing, like I'm like. That is so good. Like I'm like, I, I thought for a minute I'm like, I thought it was you on some of the videos. I'm like, <laughs> that's him. And I had to look at below. I'm like, it's not him. Okay, so he's doing somebody else. Okay, but uh, yeah, if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Jeremy's videos, he goes by the name. Uh, how do you say your name in TikTok? Um, it's Jax J A X. Uh, the letter N is in Nancy and Jer, J-E-R. So J-A-X-N-J-E-R. And that's uh, my son's name, Jackson, and then my name, Jeremy, put together. So Jackson, Jer. See, I just realized that right now. I'm like, huh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> for the longest time, I was like, Jackson, Jer is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry. Yeah. Um, speaking of your son, because uh, in some of the videos you you uh, he comes on the videos, of course, your uh, he's your only son. Uh, and yeah. some of, some people have been questioning whether that's your son or is he adopted or what's the story, mm-hmm. you know, of Jackson. Can you you want to yeah. share the story? You you want to yeah. talk about Jackson? Um, so you can't really get the full story of Jackson unless you know the whole story. And it started in 2008. I was living in Southern California with my boyfriend at the time. And I was working for a small community bank. I didn't have medical insurance. And one day I got sick and, um, I went to the hospital, um, repeatedly there was a couple trips to the ER within like a week time span and um uh long story short I ended up with acute renal failure and I had no idea why and so I at the time was in a relationship with somebody that was extremely closeted and so the option of being becoming domestic partners for the benefit of insurance, which is not 
a reason to commit to somebody, but um, I needed to figure it out. And so my best friend at the time was Tanya and um, her and I had an agreement that we would um, elope in Vegas (laughs) and um, I would get my medical figured out because she was a teacher at the time and it would cost her nothing to add me to her insurance. Um, my relationship fell through and I ended up moving in with her. Um, the waters kind of got muddy. Um, we were best friends and who wouldn't want to marry their best friend. So we tried to make a relationship work. She identified as bisexual and I, at the time identified as gay. Um, but I was willing to give it a shot (laughs) and, um, that's how Jackson came and uh, after the dust settled with the pregnancy and the delivery, we moved up to Oregon to raise him near my family. And um, I was a stay-at-home dad, and she went back to work. And I asked myself, what, what am I doing? You know, I, um, I did everything out of love. There was no deceitfulness, um, but... Um, once the dust settled from, from everything, from, you know, figuring out my medical to getting pregnant to having a child, um, I realized that um, we both weren't happy. And as her best friend, I needed to do the right thing, which was let her know that I was, I loved her with everything inside me, but I wasn't in love with her. And, um, you know, we transitioned really well. She um, is now married uh, to a woman, and I'm, you know, with my partner, Jeff, um, and we're still best friends. She bought me curtains for my bedroom uh, the other day, <laughs> um, and, you know, and that's how we got, you know, we both got a beautiful child out of it, and um, though he has two separate houses, um, he has, I call it Jackson Louie Enterprise, because it's just more people that love him and are trying to raise a child, you know, the way that we, you know, see fit. And that's just with an abundance amount of love and support and discipline and respect and, you know, an outlet for him to be who he chooses to be. Um, and it's really exciting to see him grow, you know, the, the theory that gay people raise gay kids is just so Mm. foreign to me when you see my Mm -hmm. child, because (laughs) we are complete opposite children as children. Um, and so I, I think that we, we burst that theory right off the bat. Yeah. Actually, there's a, there's actually something interesting because, um, and I don't, I don't watch the news as of lately, but I, I've noted there was a controversy about this uh, book that is called Gay BC. Now, Gay BC, I don't know if you heard about it, it's basically teaching uh, kindergartners, I think, um, about LGBTQ um, people. And I was having a, having a conversation with my partner, <laughs> And he was uh, not, you know, he was kind of like weirded out about it. He's like, I don't believe they should be 
teaching this in elementary or uh, in kindergartners. And I was like, well, I wish I had been taught this when I was in elementary because, uh, you know what I'm saying, like from growing up in the 70s, it was such a taboo to talk about sexuality, especially being gay, closeted, uh, as I was. Um, so what is your opinion? I mean, what do you think? Um, I absolutely think that, um, uh, any type of sexual education, um, in school, that's what we're talking about, right? Like sex ed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think any type of sex ed is, um, very sensitive. I think that that's something that really should be discussed with, um, you know, homes and parents, um there's uh, our our educational system i feel is completely backwards in uh the things that our children are taught in schools um i think that you know they need more life skills and you know maybe taxes like you're going to spend the rest of your life paying taxes why do we not have classes in school to teach children you know, maybe it's a high school course that, you know, what taxes are and, you know, what filings are and stuff like that. Like, those are important topics. Um, as right. far as, like, sex ed, um, it's it's such a fine line of what each parent wants their child to be subjected to. But I think that the fear with um, gay sexual education is parents I feel have this idea that if they learn about it they will become gay Mm. and that is not that's not that's the furthest thing from the truth you know and I think that when people don't know something they fear something and if they have nothing to prove that fear is wrong they will continue to fear it and, you know, um, I don't know. I don't think that educating your child is not going to influence your child. It is just going to, you know, it's it's going to help them. It's going to, it's going to help them dramatically. So um, we're, I think right. we're far, far from, you know, that type of education in our schools, Um but I, abs- I absolutely right. think that there needs to be more resources at a younger age for the LGBTQIA community. Right, right. Yeah, because, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I see it both ways. I see it as, I don't see it as negative, honestly. So I, I only see it one way, one way myself um, as opposed to, having it hidden, you know, like, this is not, this is not going to be discussed ever, and uh, I wish I had been more supported, you know, when I was growing up. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. think it was, there wouldn't, wouldn't have been any, anything negative. Yeah. On the contrary, it would have been positive, so, anyway, that's our mind. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, and with, with, with regards to you know, sexual education in the normal sense. There isn't much basis 
um, that steers from that, that uh, educational plan. Because if you're teaching your kids to practice safe sex, you know, what more do they, do they really need? Because in heterosexual sense, they're teaching you, at least they didn't teach me, you know, how to, you know, right. but, you know, anyway. Right. And there's so many, you know, spe- the, spe- the spectrum is so um, diverse, you know, it's, it could be, it could be bisexual or you could be um, lesbian. You can be, how do you even navigate that? How do you even oh, know? Yeah. You know, you have to, it's just hard for teenagers as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Having to deal with that and, on the pressure. Um, what else? Wanna, I was going to say something. <laughs> I forget. Mm-hmm. I was going somewhere with this. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> No, just uh, yeah. That, that was a discussion. That it's not a discussion for me, but sometimes I can see um, it's just weird if, to find that he, my my partner has different uh, opinions about it. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Um, yeah. We have a kid, so yeah. you know we don't have to worry about it. So <laughs> for me, right. being yeah. a parent is such a tough job. Tough. I couldn't do it. Um, I tried to do it before, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I was ready at the time. <clears throat> yeah. But um, Jackson, I mean, he's your pride and joy. So yeah, I, don't, I, I, I don't think you yeah. regret having 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 had him, having had your son um, when you did. Yeah, he's amazing. Right. Good, good, good kid. Yeah, he's interested to have it all have it all together. <laughs> Where we hate, as we say. <laughs> so, how how do you turn? Because uh, when when I saw you on your on your lives, and sometimes you're on uh, dialysis, uh, and I've seen that you're you know you're you're going through that, and you're in a weakened in a weakened state, right? But you're still. Uh-huh have a positive attitude, that you have a positive uh, message. And I, at first I was really concerned. I was like, oh, my God, no way, you know, and I was like saddened by it. But then for you, it's just a normal Tuesday. Um, yeah. I don't, know if I, I don't know if that's a question, but <laughs> I think it, it's you, you, you made it seem like it's normal. Like it's some it's something you do, and I yeah. never thought of it that way. Um, I I've had a lot of really unfortunate things happen in my life, um, and I got to a point where I was able and am able to see myself as so relatable to other people that I was able to turn all of my issues that I had into things that molded me into the person that I am right now. And um, it's the only way that I can make sense of why, you know, we always go through difficult situations. Everybody does. And, 
sometimes we often ask, why is this happening to me? And sometimes it's our job to, to, to figure out why, you know, to, to look at it in a different perspective. I took a picture uh, yesterday, actually, during treatment of the sunrise um, and the way it hit the saline bag that was hanging on the IV pole right next to my dialysis machine was so beautiful to me. And I took a picture of it and I posted it on Facebook and I said, uh, you see a saline drip. I see the sun sh- or the sunrise coming through the saline drip. And we all have the ability to look and see that perspective. It's just giving ourselves the chance to look for that positive. And um, my perspective really changed about a year ago. Um, My son saved my life. I went uh, into cardiac arrest in the middle of the night and he woke me up um, before it happened. Um, and that was a huge eye opener for me because I was struggling with not only my health, but the loss of a really, um, horrible, emotionally abusive relationship. I was in a really dark place and I would have died that night and I would have died with a lot of, um, hate and burden and, anger and frustration and sadness in my heart. And that's not how I want to spend my last day. And so I just one day quit cold Turkey. Like I just quit the negativity cold Turkey and I still have moments, but like put it into perspective that we have no, we have no way of knowing when our last time is. And I refuse to, I refuse to go down with a, with a heavy heart. Right. It's interesting because when you were talking about this, um, it reminded, it reminded of what I went through as well. And of course, uh, nowhere near what you're going through, but um, I was going through a lot of uh, anxiety I had anxiety attacks at work. Um, and there was a time that I remember waking up with a heartbeat, like I, it was a pounding off my chest. And I couldn't understand what was going on emotionally with me. Um, and I couldn't, I was, I was shaking. I couldn't go to work. I was afraid of getting in my car and drive off because I knew I wasn't, I wasn't going to make it. And at the time, I was with another uh, boyfriend. He wasn't abusive, but he, anyways, long story short, um, I talked to him, right, because I didn't trust anybody. <laughs> I didn't trust my mother. I didn't trust my father. I didn't trust my relatives. Uh, it was a time where I was uncertain of who, of who to trust. And I, I called him. I called my boyfriend, or he was at work. And he told me to sit outside, sit down on the stairs and the steps, and look at the garden. And I couldn't look at the garden. I was just crying so hard, right? And I couldn't focus on the beauty of the garden. 
And he kept telling him, like, Victor, just look at the garden. Look how beautiful it is. Look at the sun. It's very sunny in California. Look at that. Like, focus on something. Focus on something. Like, he kept telling him, he, he was really scared for my life. Um, and and I don't know what hit me. I'm like, I think I started, like, getting getting out of that state and then really focusing on just the bugambilia or the, the butterfly or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. that was really a lesson for me. I was like, just focus, focus. Yeah. And it's, it's really hard when you're going through something so intense. Uh, you don't see the way out, right? And so, and, and it's not just um, going through physically what you're going through is very, uh, you know, it, it must be very tiring and it must be very stressful, but as well as emotionally, it's, it's, it must be very taxing on you. And so you have to oh. find something like, like the sun coming through. That's amazing. You can see some, something so beautiful where everybody else mm-hmm. would, would be looking at something else. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a mindset. It's, um, a trained habit to, um, to, to try and reach for that. Um, and it's, it's definitely not easy, but it is so incredibly worth it. I have come to terms with the fact that I can't control the fact that my kidneys were damaged. Um, I don't know if I, if I touched on this basis, but my kidneys were damaged as a result of uh, an overdose of ciprofloxin, which is uh, an antibiotic that was given to me by a doctor. And so I held on to a lot of that um, frustration and that bitterness because I was 22 years old and, you know, when I started dialysis in 2015, I essentially felt like my, my life was robbed for me and I can choose to feel like that for the rest of my life or I can just accept it and work on my mental health, which is what I can control, you know? And, um, so that's where I am now. Right. That's amazing. I think somebody will be listening to this. (laughs) I hope somebody will be listening to this part and uh, understand because there was another guy on TikTok. A lot of people on TikTok are very, um, I feel I'm worried for these people. (laughs) Some of them are really going through a lot in their lives um, and they're going live as well. And they just... um, Four, you know, three years or one one kid was uh, thrown out of his house because he was um, he was a transgender uh, kid, mm-hmm. and I, I'm like, oh my goodness, and there's so much going on, and so, but then, yeah, um, it's amazing. Um, TikTok for me has been really cool because <clears throat> for me it's like reality TV, honestly. <laughs> Sometimes, uh, like I was saying before, you know, you see some some people just just chilling um, or sleeping or 
or talking to their friends or, you know, it's really interesting to me. It's like a reality yeah. show in real time. That's interesting. It is. It is. Um, I think we're, we are in really interesting times right now because there's not a whole lot of um, entertainment that's being, you know, that they don't have new movies that are coming out. They don't have, you know, people aren't going to the theaters for their entertainment. We were quarantined. We isolated ourselves. And I feel like TikTok not only provides immediate entertainment, it also provides a sense of community um, in a time where we are supposed to social distance. Um, I think with TikTok, it's become more physically distancing rather than socially distancing because I'm being social, (laughs) like I'm being social with you and, you know, I have right. Friday Zoom meetings where I meet with people, and though we're not in the same room, it doesn't it doesn't mean that we can't, you know, communicate with one another and smile at each other and laugh and you know have fun. And so I think that right. I think that that's why it's taken off so much during these last few months. Yeah, and it was also trying to discern who who's. Um, Who's uh, who you're gonna be following? Because I follow you, I follow Michael Kiner. Uh, Kiner, uh, uh-huh. sorry, I'm I'm butchering his name. Um, I follow Calvin. Um, I had him on my show and Self Mastery Radio. Uh, Rob Cornelia. So I'm like being a little bit choosy as to who I'm listening to because I see is there a message? Is there something positive about this person? Uh, uh-huh. there's something I'm gonna get out of out of this. And I, sometimes it's hours. Sometimes you yeah, spend two or three hours. I'm like, I, I can't believe it. I'm like, I spend so much time on TikTok, not being productive, but I'm getting so yeah, much out right. of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so that's TikTok for you. But anyways, yeah. I do want to <clears throat> bring it back to to uh, promote your your TikTok is basically Jay. So I'm going to put all the information below because it's going to be hard for people that are listening to, to jog it down. But, uh, J A X N A J E R on TikTok. He also has an Instagram though. You're going under Madison man, I think. T I S O N M A N. Yeah. On TikTok and Facebook. Um, that's where you can find me. What's Facebook? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't like, on it anymore. Facebook, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but oh, uh, and, honestly, you're. Um, you're... I also sorry, have um, Madison Man on YouTube, um, which I'm going to uh, develop a little bit more in the next coming months. Right now, it just has the videos from TikTok, uh, but Jeff and I and Jackson will be doing a, a vlog style uh, page on YouTube that kind of just cool. showcases, um, you know, some of our little funny moments, um, which I think is going to be a really interesting 
project for Jeff and I, because Jeff also has a project that he's a part of mm-hmm. and with my TikTok and then his, he's a part of a podcast. Um, we can come together and create our own little, right. you know, outlet. I'll be I'll be honored to be a guest in your podcast. Like I would I would love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sign <awesome>. me up. <laughs> of course. Um you have so many followers it's gonna be I'm gonna be probably like number twenty four hundred. <laughs> okay, oh, Victor, come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, yeah. but uh, I can, I actually like that you're that you're very you connect with people. You're not you know you know that hasn't gotten up to your head yet. <laughs> no, and I hope you know. I think that the important thing is like with my mom, um, and the people that I'm around. Um, I don't. It's something that I try not to. To I mean I. I, I'm going to be careful with my words because I know Jeff's going to listen to this. I um, am excited about how this is changing my life um, and the messages that I receive. And so I'm very communicative about that. Like, Hey, you know, so-and-so just messaged me and they said this, or they said that like, it really truly brings joy to my heart. Um, I feel like when this feels like a job, the days that it feels like a job, those are the days that I don't, I don't do it, you know? And yeah, with my family, I, I, I block out a certain amount of time. Like the, this is the designated time that I have for TikTok, you know, but watching a movie with my son or going swimming with Jackson is, you know, something that I incorporate during my day. Right, right. Yeah, actually, I, I think you're posting some. Um, you were horse riding, and you were going to the lake, or I don't know where yeah. where this was. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, just uh, sharing your sharing the best moments, right? Why yeah. Sure. Um, what was I gonna say? There's something I wanna always. Oh, your plants. <laughs> I don't know yes. why this came late, but uh, if you follow him, if you follow Jeremy, you'll know, you'll understand. But you have a set of plants in your in your labor room in your house, and you name them. You name each one of them, and each one has a personality and a story. That's that's cool. Yes, that's actually thing that um, was a symptom of this self-isolation and quarantine um before quarantine we had like maybe three plants and there were plants that jeff uh had before we even met um and then one day we went to a tulip festival here in oregon and we bought a bunch of pots of tulips and that was for the outside and i'm like well i want a plant for the inside and 49 plants later we live in a jungle and I just bought a humidifier like (laughs) yeah and they all yeah they all have their own names they have their own backstories some of them were dating they're no longer dating um and it's just it makes me feel like I'm still hanging out with people (laughs) (laughs) that's funny so some of their names are funny too uh 
What do you call some of them? Jackson? No, it's not Jackson. No. Um, so there's Luna. I'm trying to think of the ones that are out right now. I have Luna, um, Monica. Monica's a, a real housewife. Um, and uh, we've got Kamala. Uh, she's new. And JoJo's new. And, um, and then Figgy Smalls. He's the notorious FIG. He's a, a fiddle leaf fig. Um, I got him for Father's Day. And um, there's an ongoing joke that when we leave the house, we uh, leave Figgy in charge because um, he's the tallest. And um, I, I don't know. It's just fun. We just have fun with it. Right. Oh, it's just it's cool because it looks like a green like a greenhouse. At one point you're you're pandering throughout your your whole collection of plants. I think I saw it right now, I saw it earlier. I was like, Wow, the jungle. That's so cool. <laughs> and then you play the music, you play the classical music. It's uh-huh. very soothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that video <clears throat> I love that. If you hear it, um, in that video, you can hear my mechanical heart valves ticking. Um, and it, it, mm. it sounds like it's part of the music, but it's actually the mechanical valve in my heart, which is, it could be creepy, but um, like Jeff and Jackson mm. find it very soothing. Wow. That's, so, yeah. that's very deep. <laughs> yeah. That's a poet. Yeah, I'm like, I, oh, I by the way. Like a... <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, no. Actually, it's pretty cool. I like that. It's like a very poetic, um, my mechanical heart. You know, <clears throat> that can be a. I'm sure it's a poem. Some it can be coming to a poem. But listen, yeah. Jeremy, it's been it's been awesome. We already are close to the finish, and I would like to thank you so much for calling. It was it's been a a dream of mine to have so many TikTokers call and, and share their stories and and promote their TikToks because you guys are so amazing. You're doing great jobs. You're influencing. Like, everybody's an influencer uh, in, in mm-hmm. some sort of way. And uh, there's people that influence, influence negatively, but you're positive 100%. Even in your low moments or whenever you're sharing something that you went through, it's still a message, and so I think you have we have to listen to your to more people like you. Yeah, to make, well, it, to make is, the world a better place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a pleasure to to be asked to be on your podcast. Um, you know, I could say the same thing about you. You you have a TikToker, and I mean, you have a TikTok, and you. Um, you know, you're putting out amazing content as well. And, and so I think that it's all of our duties to, um, you know, raise each other up. And and so um, I, I think what you're doing is great. And I'm really honored to be a part of, of this great thing you're doing. Awesome. So one last thing we have to say together. Let's see if we can... If you can um, lip sync uh, what I'm going to say, but out loud, um, you have to say this phrase. 
You ready? It's going to be Beauty and Sweet is coming. Say what? The phrase you have to say is Beauty and Sweet is coming. Oh, okay. But we, and we're just saying it we together. We can say it together. Yeah, let's do it together. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. You didn't see that you didn't coming. See this coming. We are go for liftoff in T minus thirty. Hit the record button. Outside with my daughter, and there is a dog outside, and it's just barking at us, and I feel unsafe. So I was wondering if you could just remove the dog. The owner is outside with the dog. I just I want the dog removed. I don't think that dogs should be where coffee is. I don't I don't think that's too hard to understand. So um, okay. Well, if there's a manager that I can speak with, because I am here as a patron of this Starbucks and I'm asking you as a customer to do something and I don't think you're doing that for me. Okay, because my daughter is very upset. Okay, I'm calling the police. Hi, yes, I'm at the Starbucks near Whittier Road. I'm being attacked. I'm being attacked right now. And I feel, I'm being attacked right now. I'm being attacked right now. 